Just let it play through the whole song. play, baby, the whole song. No, oh, Paul. Oh, you stopped it. Hi. Do you guys wish Paul kept playing the song? Who's the most popular now, Paul? So we begin in media res. Oh, shit. Now we're just jumping in. We see a limousine hitting a bump and jumping into the air. The camera pans around to see each of our faces. In the driver's seat, we have... CM, MCCM. Those are just letters. Chaz, Chaz Meisterberger. I'm a limo driver. Okay. In the passenger seat, we have... Yeah, that's you, Justin. (laughs) My name's Stephanie McDuggins. Okay. In the back seat, we have... Say it. Griffin McElroy. (laughs) And then sitting next to Griffin McElroy is Bigfoot. Welcome to the Ballad of Bigfoot, a Taz Amnesty story. Now, we jump back slightly in time. Can we talk first? Now. Yes. Now you can talk. So uh, we are playing a game system called, Oh Dang, Bigfoot Stole My Car with My Friend's Birthday Present Inside. (laughs) Um, So this is taking place in the Taz Amnesty universe, but it is set in 1998. (laughs) Hence, us. (laughs) Just in case you thought a target exploded. Yes. Oh, taking swings at target. Dad. Yeah. There you go. Eat shit, Isaac Mizrahi. <laughs> it's target, 20 years ago. Target has a lot of great fashions at affordable prices. I mean, you can't That's go wrong. That's true. I like their graphic tees. Thank you, Travis. I like the popcorn. Also, I've been a bit busy, so I didn't have a chance to make up some fancy schmancy character. Hence, I'm playing as myself. An 11-year-old. An 11-year-old 11 year Griffin Macro. Yes, I was born in 1987, so... So, all you internet perverts who've been wondering exactly how old Griffin is, now you know. Stay tuned for Act 2 when he will reveal his and height how and shoe t- size. How tall? I, everybody asks me how, how tall, tall I am, and that's got to be a perversion of some sort, it's, yes? No, it's fine. So you I can what? squish you with my stinky toes. <laughs> Everybody's got, it's not a perversion, everybody's got their own thing. Hey, I'm sorry Griffin got off on the wrong foot. Uh, uh, so do you guys want to tell us a little bit about your characters, or do you want to just to kind of establish them as we go? Let's, t- let's set them up. <laughs> okay, now, uh, first let's have uh, Stephanie tell us a little bit about yourself. Wait, are you doing the fucking James Lipton shit where I'm supposed to talk in my character voice because I hate that shit? No, that's just how it came out. You can talk as Justin. Okay, so uh, Stephanie McDuggins is 19 years old. She is a babysitter. In this specific evening, she's a babysitter to one Griffin Andrew McElroy. (laughs) Oh, Um, middle name. Now we've let the middle name slip. Yeah, there's a perversion for that, too. (laughs) Andy. Um, and uh, she is big on the uh, the true crime boards of Prodigy uh-huh. uh, online, so she's <laughs> she's deeply into that. It's kind of her thing. Uh, she was really into the craft, hence the, her her style. 
and I don't know. That's the short version on, on Stephanie McDuggins. Nice. Uh, now, uh, MCCM, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, Chaz is a limo driver. He has been forced to work for, the only job he can get is driving for Poppet and Lockett limos. <laughs> so he has to dress like, like this. Like an MTV VJ. Yeah, <laughs> like a VJ. Yeah, and he hates every second of it, and is miserable in his job, and it's just going to be a real downer this entire show. Cool, fun. Fun choices all around. Cool, cool. So we got a golf kid, someone who hates their life, and Griffin. Hey. So Griffin, tell us a little bit about your literal self. Well, I was born in Huntington, West Virginia. Uh-huh. It, uh, I didn't think through the fact that I'd be 11, but here we are. And this game, oh dang, Bigfoot stole my car with my friend's birthday present inside. Uh, you have to pick, like, your, your style and your role to give some flavor to your characters. And I thought, 11 years old, you want this to be accurate. So the, the, the powers I chose were smooth and athlete. So... So here we are. So here I am. Here I am. Okay. There I was. There you were. Thank you. I it's, don't remember you drinking a lot of beer when you were 11. Then you weren't around enough. Yeah. <laughs> I had to put food on the table and clothes on your back. Cats and in beers in my mouth. <laughs> Smooth. Okay. It's a crisp fall evening. It's September 1998. Around the country, theaters of people are sitting down to enjoy the first Rush Hour movie. Hundreds of thousands of newly married couples are having their first dances to Aerosmith's I Don't Want to Miss a Thing. <laughs> Our scene begins on a highway through the woods of West Virginia. The headlights of a 1992 Cutlass Sierra cut through the night. Stephanie is driving, and Griffin is riding shotgun. So you were on your way from a birthday party, or to a birthday party from Huntington yes. to Morgantown. Yes. And you have taken so very many wrong turns. Yes, very And clearly. ended up in the Monongalia National Forest. Yes, Monongahela, you're doing sure. your best, though. It's not like we spent two years playing there. Why is Stephanie here, Justin? Because uh, she, she had to drive Griffin's dumbass to the birthday party. Because yes. he was pitching a fit about it. And, and she was hired by known janitor <laughs> Clint Mack. Popular janitor. <laughs> popular embezzling janitor Clint McElroy. Hired her to watch uh, their shitbag son, Griffin. <laughs> And, and drive him, if I'm not mistaken, like six hours across yes. the state. Six hours across the state to this birthday party, yes. Yes, that's correct. okay. And can you tell us a little bit about the car, the 1992 Cutlass Sierra? It uh, sucks shit. Justin and I owned one. Uh, yeah, Griffin and I had shared custody of the Cutlass Sierra <laughs> that passed down. It was a great car, a lot of room. Bought it off a barber named Frank Viscardo, who was going to use it to drive uh, ski trips. And he ended up not wanting to do that in this car. So bought off of him for 3500 now, is it, is it Stephanie's car? Well, technically, it's owned by Justin McElroy in 1998. Okay, because you told me in your character sheet that it was owned by your brother. Yes. Then Stephanie has borrowed it. Yes, my brother Dylan. Yes. And uh, Griffin, why is Griffin on his way to this birthday party clear across the state? Well, I'm going to the birthday party of a friend in Morgantown who I met at sports camp. Uh-huh. And... <laughs> 
because, because you already had Smooth Camp. Yeah. I already finished Smooth Camp. <laughs> he tested out of Smooth Camp. <laughs> if I was a counselor at Smooth Camp. <laughs> uh, anyway, Gregory supposedly it, uh-huh. is second cousins with Jonathan Taylor Thomas, who is supposed to oh, be at this shit. party. What a get. A connection like that, for me, could open so many doors. Yeah. <laughs> now, if I'm remembering the timeline correctly, uh, this Griffin, is he fresh off of his turn as Winthrop in Music Man? Or is this an alternate timeline where he was cool? <laughs> <laughs> well, we're really in this, going into the t- closet, aren't In we? this timeline, this Griffin made it on the middle school basketball team one of the three times he tried out for. <laughs> and in this timeline, his dad was probably very proud of him. <laughs> he made the 30 under 30 list on Sports Illustrated. Yeah, sure. <laughs> could go all night. Yeah. Let's hope so. This was a fucking bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, you're on your way. You uh, are driving down the highway at night with your brights on, of course, because there is nothing to be seen. You're in the middle of the woods when suddenly you see in the distance, uh, you know, visible but not too far away, a log has fallen, a tree has fallen across the road. Oh, God damn it. Griffin, get out there and use your strength to hold that away for me. Use your incredible athletic prowess to drag that law off the goddamn road. Yeah, I can do that. Um, Sound more like young you. Yeah, I can do that. I, one problem is that if memory serves, this is Griffin speaking out of character, this car does not have traditional brakes. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, they were a little bit touchy. Uh, but, yeah, I can use my tremendous strength to move the big log. Now, as you get out I of the car... I set down the two barbells that I've been lifting to <laughs> get some last-minute gains to impress JTT. Uh, now, as you get out of the car, as the car is stopped, the door is open as you've stepped out to move the log, and you hear a voice behind you say, uh, okay, now, don't, don't turn around. I turn uh, around. And you see, you see Bigfoot standing behind you. I do karate on him. <laughs> okay. Then you're going to roll, Griffin. Okay. I'm going to say that this is reckless. Fuck yeah, it is. So you are rolling, uh, I'm going to say... Mm. I roll 1d6 just for trying it. I, this is athletic. Yeah, but you haven't established at this point that one of your... Like, that one of your all athletic ability possessed. I don't know about all that. That feels like a little OP to me. I can roll one if you want me to roll one. Yes because it's going to be... So I'm rolling something reckless. I want to roll over my number, which is a three. Yes. Here we go, baby. Six. Okay. It's going to be a good show. Yeah. You do some excellent karate, and he does back away a little bit. Backs away because I feel the force of my fucking kicks. Shut. Well, he wasn't right behind you. You did not turn around and chop him. You just did some really karate good... Karate in the air? Yeah. <laughs> So the sequence of events is I heard a voice say, don't turn around. And I immediately turn around and just start, Pah! 
sir. Yes, but your form was impeccable. And okay. he was like, okay, he definitely knows karate. He is changing his, his attack plan now, and he's gone to the door where Stephanie is and said, listen, I, I, I'm so sorry about what, this. I'm what in a, the? I, oh, big f- Yeah, it tracks. Well, it, <laughs> my name is Barclay. Barclay. Uh, oh, he has a name. I... Normally, I wouldn't look like this, but, and I know that this isn't going to register with you, but I lost my bracelet. You lost your bracelet that keeps you in your uh, human form, yeah. <laughs> no, I read about it. I mean, we've, yeah. that's been rumored for a long time. Uh, in the chat rooms? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Anyways. Uh, I don't normally fuck around with the crypto shit, but I mean, yeah, that's been the prevailing rumor. This is going so much easier than I would have thought. <laughs> it only makes sense. I mean, you know this. It only makes I mean, sense. I do, yes. It, would, it only makes sense that the Bigfoot would uh, uh, be able to take some sort of human form and uh, wander around our shops and what have you to buy uh, sundries. I do like sundries. What do, you, what do you want? Well, I need your car. Fuck off, Bigfoot. Okay. <laughs> this is my brother Dylan's car. I kick my ass. I'm sneaking up behind Bigfoot. <laughs> You don't. Hey, look, I keep. I keep eye contact with Barclay. You don't. You don't know the world of hell you're about to get unleashed on you. <laughs> My young friend is a demon, uh, and he is. I mean, he's a dirtbag. Don't get me wrong, but he's also a master of all, many martial arts. Okay, Griffin, roll one d six for me, real quick. For what? Just do it. That's a four. Damn it! <laughs> yeah, I sneak up behind him and I take a slap bracelet and slap it around his wrist, and I say, you're banished! That, I banish you! This is a great slap bracelet, but that is not how this works, and I don't want it to do this, and you see him turn with his left hand, and he has a gun. What? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Listen, this is a very extreme circumstance. I have to get back. I'm being chased by the National Forestry Service. I'm just saying, if, if people knew Bigfoot had a gun, they would be less psyched to go hunt for him in the woods at night. I know, right? I try not to broadcast it because I'm always, usually a pretty chill dude. I was thinking if I run into Bigfoot in the woods, I can probably outrun him. But now I know no, he has I range combat capabilities. I have a concealed carry permit. Where? Well, normally I've got pants. In your pants, okay. Yes, right now I don't have... Well, which I, start doing I start doing karate away from it. <laughs> So, um, thank you for this car. I will leave it uh, in Kepler at Amnesty Lodge. You can collect it there. So I'm going to tell my brother Dylan that that Bigfoot stole his car. Yes. With your friend's birthday present inside. (laughs) Wait. Aw, dang. (laughs) I see the present wrapped up in the vaccine. I am terribly sorry about that, but I do need to take the present with me, too, for reasons. What? Bigfoot? It's my birthday, too, and no one said shit. (laughs) All right, Griffin, Griffin, stand back. Popular janitor Clint McElroy kicked my ass if you got shot by Bigfoot. (laughs) I look, I I said... No, this is Jock Griffin, Dad. You'd be very sad. Yeah, yeah. This is getting dark. Uh, I say, can't, can't you, like, melt the engine or the keys or something with mag- magic? I always thought that you could actually do magic and... Griffin, as I've tried to explain to you on multiple occasions, the craft is a classic and a seminal work of modern filmmaking, but it is not a documentary. <laughs> God, Bigfoot, take the car and please take Griffin with you. 
uh, I can't you, do that. This is too dangerous. I'll give you $17, I'm... Bigfoot. <laughs> oh, but I don't have any pockets. I'll keep your secret. Well, I assume you'll do that. Anyways, except your brother Dylan. That's totally cool. I get it. Do you need me to sign something for him? A note from Bigfoot? Yeah. No, I'm good. Thank okay. you so much. <laughs> okay, so... Uh, Just go. Bye. <laughs> can you send back... Can you call someone? Just let them know we're here, please. Uh, yeah, you know what? If I don't get arrested by the National Forestry Service, totally will. Why would they arrest anyone? They're the National Forestry Service. They think that I am a gentleman in a suit terrorizing people. Oh. Well, Who ever heard of a crazy thing like that? Yeah. <laughs> and that's the last one of those we're going to do tonight. <laughs> and uh, Barclay gets in the car, drives around the log takes off down the well, road. Well, why didn't we fucking think of that? That's a good uh, no. I kick the log, it goes flying. It actually shatters into... Sw- roll for me, Griffin. I'll let you roll 2d6 on this one. That's a 2 and a 1. <laughs> That's going to be a major, major stub. Yeah, let me see here. Oh, some two of if them none failed. of the dice succeed, it goes wrong. The GM says how. Uh, you stub your toe, but like wicked bad. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, you're, you're like, savage. Yeah, you're upset about it. You're like, oh, no, and you cry. No, and it's I okay. don't. No, and I everyone... don't, because I'm so smooth. <laughs> so roll again for me. Smooth people, can I just say, smooth people can cry too. Not yeah. on the night they're meeting Jonathan Taylor Thomas. That's a six. Okay, because you got that one, uh, you stub your toe and you start to fall down, but then as you fall down, you smoothly transition into sitting on the log. I'm thinking about it, but because that was a mixed success and you only got one, you did get a tiny splinter in your butt. Unless my butt cheeks are so toned from karate. <laughs> no splinter could find a way through uh, this thick hide. So what are you guys going to do? Well, I guess, um, hmm. I mean, I can, I, can, I, can, I can sprint like 20 miles an hour. Um, that's impressive. I can't. And I'm going to keep an eye on your dumb ass. Um, I'm going to end up eating you, aren't I? Damn it. <laughs> Jump right to that. It's been five minutes. Yeah. Well, no, we've talked about it. Desperate oh, okay. Time. Yeah. Uh, just, sit, just sit down and shut up, Griffin. I mean, can I stand and keep practicing karate? What the fuck ever? Just do it silently, please. And then coming down the road. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's as quiet as I can do it. You see the headlights of another vehicle cresting the hill. You're illuminated. Uh, and coming down the, uh, the road is a black limousine with LED lights. Is that a thing back then? Probably not. No, with uh, regular lights. <laughs> <laughs> Halogen. Shh, Travis, one DM to another. Good fucking pivot, my man. <laughs> uh, and it is... Snatched it from the fire, that one, bud. <laughs> we can edit that out. Uh, it is MCCM's limo, and there is still a log sitting in the road, uh, and now there are people sitting on said log. Do you stop? He asked, scared. It's going to be a short show. <laughs> yeah, I think he would. I think he would uh, pull up right in front with them illuminated in his halogen headlamps. <laughs> The LED lights weren't going to be on the front of the car. They were going to be on the bottom. I was going to give you like a fax, and it was going to be really cool. That would be cool. Wouldn't that be so cool? Anyways, it's not important. Maybe he invented them. I have to tear out two pages of notes now. (laughs) (laughs) 
Hey, this is an interesting place for a bus stop. What are you doing? Um, my dirtbag charge here uh, managed to let Bigfoot steal our car without using any of his incredible martial arts abilities uh, to stop him. And uh, he, he honestly, knew gunfu, which was yeah. <laughs> Uh, and we, we could really use a ride, mister, if you don't mind. You can just take me or him. Just, just me or me and him. I am fine with either one. We also have this chicken and a fox and a bag of grain. Yeah, right? Yes. <laughs> what the hell's a charge? Charge is like a... Uh, like a ward? Yeah. yeah. Like he's your you know, Robin? You know Mr. Belvedere? How he always looked after that kid, Wesley, after his parents died? Yeah. In this world, Mr. Belvedere... <laughs> doesn't matter. Uh, well, like, I'd be glad to give you a lift uh, for a very reasonable fee. Oh, God damn it. You got $17? Oh, as a matter of fact, <laughs> as luck would have it, yeah, I got $17. It seems fair enough. Can you just take us to Morgantown? Morgantown. It's several hours away. <laughs> I don't... <laughs> You got a car? Uh, what, are you, what are you doing? There's a well. There's a bachelorette party I was supposed to work, um, but you, you know that that's not till tomorrow night. Morgantown, I can drop her. So what kind you, of segue was yeah, that? Uh, I'm trying to the whole limo backstory. Right. No, we get that. We but get why it. are you out driving for a party tomorrow night? <laughs> it's getting warmed up. It's for the next episode. Of you know what? It's tonight and screw them. It sure is tonight. Yeah. <laughs> I agree with... I'm only 11 and I'm kind of a dirtbag and don't know math super good, but I agree it is tonight. All right. I tell you what. The party was tonight, the bachelorettes, but I got a real weird vibe from them. Uh, they wanted nothing but the Cindy se- Lauper music played on my sound system. So and that's from the 80s. 80s. Yeah. It was a throwback. This was her, party. It was a remix Cindy Lauper album. <laughs> Madonna. Here's Madonna a fun fact. Or? Let's step out of character for a second. We were backstage trying to figure out what music we were going to play for you this evening. And Dad kept pumping out jams that were not Good. even from the correct millennia. The... The Battle Hymn of the Republic is a classic. That's a good joke. So. All right, I'll take you to Morgantown. Now, to be fair, hey, just Travis the But DM I'm not knows. serving this kid beer. Uh, he did tell you your car would be in Kepler at the end. Oh, well, let's say I changed my mind. I'm going to make this decision because I don't want you to get in trouble with your brother, Dylan. We got to get this freaking car back with my friend's birthday present inside. What did you get him, by the way? I meant to ask you. It's supposed to be a surprise. Can you keep a secret? No. <laughs> it's no. all right. I already know what it was. <laughs> Can I roll to see if I know what it was? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go for it. I have my role is investigator, so I'm gonna roll to see. Just based on the size uh, of the And I feel package. like I'm prepared because I was yeah. there when he was wrapping it. Yeah, all right. <laughs> so why are you guessing? <laughs> yeah, I don't need to roll for it. You're right. <laughs> a three and a one. Well, no, you want to roll under. Oh, yeah. You want to roll under. You got it. You're good. I got it because it was a smart thing. Patience is the one thing. And what's the other one? Reckless. 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 Those are, those are two stats. So you've patiently waited to reveal what present you got. Uh, yeah, uh, this is my fucking parlor room where I finally reveal. I have known what you were getting for that kid all along. You watched me wrap it. Yeah. Is a, what was it? A Jock Jams Volume 1? No. 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 
It was, now that's what I call music volume one. Science, scientists have labored for decades to find the only compact disc oh my God, anyone could talking. ever need, and they settled on, now that's what I call music volume one. They don't need a volume two. I'm sorry, sir. He's, he's literally always like this. This one has Smash Mouth on it Fuck and me. Casey and JoJo. Just start the car, sir. I only have a cassette deck anyway. I'm sure. pretty sure they made it for that, too. <laughs> How much did you buy this guy? Just well, it doesn't come out for one month, so $200 on Dark Prodigy. <laughs> <laughs> Can we just go, please? Yeah, jump in the back. You don't even have to worry about the seat belts, and if you want to pop the roof and hang out of them, and woo, I get a lot of that. Do you do that? I, Stephanie does not. No. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> was Surge being offered in the year 1998? Oh, yes, it was. Maybe you also I'm going to have to make a few uh, revisions to my character and the level of energy he's bringing to the table. Okay. Well, <laughs> so where, are you you. where are you going? Are you going to Kepler? Are you going to Morgantown? Um, which, which one? I'm, where I want to go is home, but I think I got to get my... Uh, my brother's car back. It's With my Kepler. birthday present inside. With your goddamn copy of... Uh, now that's what I call music volume one inside. Yes, Griffin. Now, Justin, I also want to know, uh, how much did uh, Clint McElroy pay Stephanie to babysit Griffin McElroy? Or is, this, is there enough money here that, to justify any of this? $17. <laughs> wow, what Clint a bitter, McElroy sucks. What a bitter in, irony. In 1998, Clint McElroy is pretty generous, actually. Yeah. Now, you roll up for inflation. Griffin, I'm also super curious. Your older brother, Justin, would have been old enough to drive you to this party. Yeah. What is he so busy doing that he couldn't drive you? Shoof. That's a big question. I have three words. Red shoe diaries. <laughs> I don't know I what that means. Ta- I guess I was taping that off Showtime or something. <laughs> that sounds like me. <laughs> but in this timeline, do we all get to do it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was a smooth operator. And uh, I was really hitting the books. I was probably studying for math. <laughs> oh, so you were a smooth operator who also loved math. I'm a smooth operator with the uh, fractals and uh, various yeah. digits and what so, have you. Now, as luck would have it, you mentioned Surge getting yes. soda. The gas tank is rather low in the limo. So Just put some fucking Surge in there. <laughs> that's not where I was going with it, but science has shown. But yeah. Um, <laughs> it's the only zero emissions, but the car will explode in 20 minutes. <laughs> yes. uh, so, uh, you're heading down the road, the gas is low, so uh, you're going to start looking for a gas station, MCCM. Uh, what do you guys talk about in the back of this limo? Have some conversation, make some friends, learn a little bit about each other. It's got fucking fastball on it, it's got fucking flagpole sitter on it, it's got fucking sex and candy on it. If you don't shut up and let me read, I swear to God, I'm going to throw you out the window. What are you reading? A book. <laughs> You can't be sarcastic with me. I'm the DM. Have you never listened to our show? Oh, no. It's all coming back. It's fucking, it's boring. It's Zen in the Art of Motorcycle Maintenance. I have to read it for my dumbass English class. Yeah, and I don't want to say anything, but it's really hard for me to drive with the dome light on, so you're going to have to kill it. It's all right. I bought this pocketbook light. 
Oh, from Walden Books? What? Yeah, I bought it at Walden. Was that a, was that a Walden head? All right. Was that a Chekhov's book light? <laughs> no, it's going to come back later in the story I, when I you least expect it. Let me write that down so I can be sure to weave it into the narrative. <laughs> when, when will they need a, an extremely weak light? <laughs> Wow, that light is so specific. It didn't keep me awake at all. <laughs> okay. I'm... I think I see a gas station in the distance. You do. You see the stop and pump and shop. <laughs> Combination gas station, fast food restaurant, and bait shop. The stop, what it, sorry, what is it again? The stop and pump and shop. A lot of people just tried to shop and pump, no. and there were so many casualties. <laughs> Stop. You have to fucking stop. Well, they were worried. At first, it was just the stop and pump, and you can see that the mm shop has been added on because no one was buying their handmade goods. Right. Yes. Okay. Right. They have a lot of artisanal soaps. Hey, I'm playing myself, right? Yeah. I fucking smash through the wall of the car Kool-Aid man style to run to the bathroom. <laughs> no. Hey, you know what, Griffin? Roll for reckless. You can tell this is an alternate timeline because the real Griffin McElroy would not use a public restroom. I rolled my... That's not true. It is true. I would fucking die if that were true, Clem McElroy. I rolled my exact number. Oh! oh. You hold your pee so good, and then you pee awesome in the bathroom. <laughs> Thick, ropey brains of urine. <laughs> Even oh. if no one can see you, but everyone feels instantly happier in the whole stop and bump and chop. Everyone's just like, you know what? I feel like a great weight has been lifted off my bladder. <laughs> so I'm gonna give you an Griffin! added. I'm gonna give you an added die to your next roll for being so good. Yes, Griffin. I'm getting a box of good and plenty. Do you want anything? Anything other than those. All right, fucking no accounting for taste. Hey, you're going to have to buy the gas. I can't. <laughs> That's what's up. Everybody at the uh, pop it and lock it limo service, it's the rule. The, the, I, I don't Char carry any cash. Well, that's interesting. You've kind of created the drama here. Save, <laughs> save a little trouble for the GM, I I'm guess. I'm coasting. Yeah. Where did this fucking bear come from? <laughs> <laughs> See if it's got any money. Uh, I walk up to the cashier. Um, we need gasoline. Uh-huh. We currently lack the liquid assets required. I'm being very fucking smooth, by the way. Uh-huh. <laughs> to acquire this gasoline from your business. But I'm not sure if you just heard that bathroom. I peed extremely cool. No, I, listen. I feel very relaxed. So thank you for that. You peed so good it made everyone else feel better. So I'm sort of a thing on the local news and an endorsement from me. Yeah. Karate slash sports master Griffin McElroy would go a long way to promote your business. I'm wondering if we could have a trade. Oh, you're Griffin McElroy? Yeah. And a fetcha! Whoa! So <laughs> Yeah, I've seen you on WSAZ. Yeah, so I was wondering... We get that here. Mm-hmm. Can we have the gasoline and I'll tell everybody on the news what a good business this is? Well, here's the thing. I don't think you know how business works, all right? Because, yeah, I'm I, I am 11. Yeah, I'm going to supply the gas to you and you just want it for free? <laughs> Not without beating me at one-on-one. -on -one. Excuse me. <laughs> Can I buy these... Excuse me, sir, can I buy these good and plenties, please? Uh, I'm sorry, I'm busy challenging this 11-year-old dual basketball guy. I'm fuck. I'm clearly more invested in this storyline. You can have the good and plenties. Hell yeah, all right. 
Uh, I By mean, the way, this is how good I am at role playing. I fucking hate good. <laughs> 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 They're gross. If you like them, you're wrong. Are you... Excuse me, sir, in the front row who's shouting at me and throwing boxes of good and plenties. Please stop. <laughs> Everybody, take pictures of this and put it on Twitter so later people listening to this will know that this guy was totally doing it. Um, are you sure you want to get dunked on by an 11-year-old? Well, I was all state basketball team when I was 11. And I've got these cool pump-up sneakers. <laughs> Stephanie's going to stay at the counter because... She didn't want to leave Griffin alone with an adult man. It seems like one of the main things that a babysitter should do. That is rule number one in the babysitter's handbook. Yeah. Give me just one second. Hey, I'm pretty good at uh, basketball, but can either of you pump up my shoes with magic or... uh, Why why does he keep asking about magic? uh, He thinks that I have some sort of... It's too long to go in. You know what? I can't take this kid fucking anywhere without somebody challenging him to one-on-one basketball. (laughs) I'm used to this at this point. The good news is he's going to win, and you don't need to worry about Griffin. Yeah. Hey, listen, all those times that I've been saying magic words and pointing at your shoes in the past, that was just a scam, man. Yeah, that's right. Basketball magic was in you all along. Now, please fucking beat this guy so we can get on the road and I can get my brother's car back so he doesn't beat my ass. Okay, Griffin, roll four. You go out back. I'll be in the car. And he has a full-blown, like, beautiful court set up. <laughs> it's it, like arena lighting. Yeah, it's amazing. Like, there's a, there's a full-time announcer who works there. Hey, why do you have all this? I love basketball. I do, too, but this is a little much, don't you think? Listen, property values are really low here. I can buy a whole thing. Cost of living is very cheap in West Virginia. Okay. Uh, so I'm able to afford this and live a lifestyle that I love. I'm st- no, that depends on really what part of the state you're talking about. Eastern Panhandle, you're going to see some uh, high prices. No, I'm Desirable. more in the middle of the state. I'm right here in the Monongalia. Wrong. Hey. <laughs> I look at him and I say, okay, and I stand at the starting circle. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's what it's called. Where we, <laughs> where we begin the secret act. <laughs> we begin the intricate dance. That is basketball. Ah, no one's quite sure how it's played, even to this day. The rules are lost to time. Anthropologists have studied the writings, but it's unclear. There's something, something, peach basket? It's been lost to mm. time. When you sink the skulls in the stoned hoops. So the Clint McElroy of this timeline. You are, I've, you fucked up I'm so bad. Really anyway, good. I say... When, uh, whenever we're done with this, remind me, I have a story to tell you. Okay. Ask what the, ask what the story... Uh, what is that it's story about, you it's mentioned? A, it's about how I beat Shaq, and then I... How did you do, Griffin? I got, uh, three successes. Oh, okay. Well, that, uh, it's a critical success. Fuck yeah, it is. <laughs> Young man... I've never seen anybody play basketball so good. You since- fucking just skipped it? Paint a picture, dick. Come on. Uh, young Griffin McElroy dunks so hard. No. I take the basketball and I... Throw it in the circle thing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I break 
all the ankles this dude's got on his shelf. And then I fucking stand half court, throw it way up in the air, and then I say, hold on a second. And I go and I fill up the tank. And then I come back and I say, and it swishes. <laughs> uh, and that was very fly. And the, very good, Dad. And the owner okay, of the stop mm, pump mm, shop begins uh, weeping, not out of sadness, but out of sheer joy. I get that a lot. For he has never seen basketball beauty like this. Thanks. This has taught him what basketball really is. It's not about winning or losing. It's about heart and taking free gasoline. Mm-hmm. And he appreciates that. And so he gives you a free box of Mike and Ike's. Fuck yeah, now we're talking. Much and better. hands you an unopened box of beef jerky and says, this is for you. It's your problem now. <laughs> Can I have a scratch off? No. Not unless you want to play me in one-on-one. Keep <laughs> comfortable, hey. everybody. Apparently, we're all going to play this guy in basketball. Hey, st- real talk. He kind of sucks shit at basketball. It's weird he has all this stuff. It's aspirational. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're Y'all all, should you, play this guy in one-on-one hoops. You will <laughs> slam him you, to the ground. You buy the basketball court for the life you want to lead. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I didn't buy it. All right, I inherited this basketball court from my uncle. Shaq. It's like one buck. <laughs> it's one buck for a scratch off. I'll give you a buck. I'll buy the ticket. Can okay. I buy a ticket? Yes, that is how a shop for that wise guy? No, you give me money and I give you a product and that's called business. Okay, well. Uh, can I help you guys with anything else? Holy you shit, to... you just won a trillion dollars. <laughs> oh, yeah. no, hold on. Actually, Dad, roll 1d6. If it's an accurate lottery stakes, it should be roll 156 million. What'd you get? I got a one. Okay. Now, was this That a may r- be good, it may be bad. I don't know. Well, I would, that say that it, I would say that buying a scratch-off is a reckless move. Yes. Okay, that's fair, yeah. So you win zero money. And in fact, you reach in your pocket and some money wait, you wait, had wait, had wait, in there wait, is wait, gone. Wait a minute. I think buying a lottery ticket is the ultimate uh, symbol of patience. Oh, you're fucking wrong then. <laughs> <laughs> Because a, a lottery ticket is not an investment that you sit on for many years and hopes to develop it into more money. It is the thing you say, for $1, I would like 250 more, please. Travis, Dad's got a foolproof system he's been talking <laughs> to me about that I've been finding very exciting lately. For $10,000, you could make 20 maybe, someday, p- possibly. Okay. We'll hey. talk more uh, during intermission. Can we go, well, please? Yes. Uh, do you all need any directions or anything? Is there anything else I yeah, can do? Yeah, we're you? trying to... Ashley, thank you. Finally, somebody's helpful. We're trying to get to Kepler, but we got pretty well lost on our way Kepler? here. Kepler? Why are you looking for Kepler? Oh, gosh. Oh, boy. Okay. Um, well, a guy stole uh, my brother's car, and oh. I need to get it back because it's got his dumbass present inside, and we got to go to this stupid party and meet the home improvement kid. Zachary Ty Bryant? Not Zachary Ty Bryant, no. Or the other one? The one no one can remember, the quantum home improvement brother. (laughs) I think his name was Wilson. No. No. That would be a wild show, though. Stay behind that fence, son. I don't even want to look at you. My son, who's older than me. (laughs) Wait, did Uh, did you have to take a gift? The Adventure Zone audience skews young. They don't remember home improvement. We have, we have to we move have on. To stop no, you about say it. a guy stole your car. What did he look like? It's not a big town. I might know him. It's, 
he was regular amount of hairy. That seems oddly specific to bring up. Um, he was Bigfoot. Oh, you're one of those. All no, right. I'm a human being. This one was Bigfoot. Uh, no, I was not saying that you were a woodland ape. I know that. You were not a Sasquatch. Please, please ignore my dirtbag charge and just tell us how to get to camp. So Lake. you're looking for Bigfoot. All no, right. I'm Hold on. I know. I get it. You don't got to be embarrassed. A lot of people come through here looking for Bigfoot. Give me one second. And he pulls out a map of the area and he draws on it with a marker showing you the, the way to go. Perfect. All right. That was the secret thing we had to do to get you to draw on the map? Listen, man, if you're looking for, Big, for Bigfoot, I know exactly where you need to go. So just follow these directions, okay. and you're going to be fine. It's kind of like the map to the stars' homes in Los Angeles, <laughs> except it's a map. I wouldn't Bigfoot. know. I'm more of a kind of God's country All kind right. of person. Hey, well, just a quick question. When we get in the car and drive away, is this place we're going to turn around, and it has been closed for years and years and years? <laughs> Listen, if that happens, I'm as surprised as you are, frankly. <laughs> Uh, I'm not saying it won't happen, you know, things being how they are, but I do not anticipate that happening. Um, well, you your know. whole basketball m business model just isn't really working That's either. not just who I am. I'm also a deacon of the church, sir. <laughs> I have a rich inner life. I got a girlfriend that it's going very well with. We've only been seeing each other for about nine months, but I think she could be the one. All right, do you want to hear more about me, or do you want to just focus on the basketball thing? Hey, hey, I'm going to teach myself how to drive this stupid car if you guys don't I'll get in. I'll drive, it. I'll drive, get in, hey, shut will, up. Will you guys come back just at some point? We don't get a lot of business here. <laughs> I got I mean, bored and I built the basketball thing. Return trip, if we're coming this way, I'll stop in, I swear to God. Okay, I'll just stay open for you 24-7 like, just in case. It's just like Field of Dreams. That's what I'm saying, Dick. he's gonzo. As soon as we turn the corner... Oh, yeah. I don't think that's true, but if so, remember me. Yeah. Stand, out, stand outside and just keep waving at us as we drive away. <laughs> okay. okay. Thank you for stopping in Brigadoon, West Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys take off down the road. I watch from the rear window. I'm following this thread. You still there? Roll. <laughs> Roll what? For patience. Oh, uh, yeah, this is probably just one. Uh, for patience, you want to roll under. I didn't. I rolled over. It disappears. Fuck! <laughs> but only because you go over a hill. Oh. <laughs> That's how that yeah, works. That is how that works. So how's the conversation going? <sighs> Do we have anything new to talk about based on the scene that just transpired? <laughs> All right. Here's what I'm saying. And I don't want to have to explain this anymore. When you are a grown adult like myself you'll start to appreciate candies that aren't just sugar, sugar, sugar. <laughs> and uh, with a, a good and plenty, you're going to be getting a little bit of the sweet, but then you're going to get that undercurrent of bitterness. And that resides at the heart of us all, Griffin. You will understand this as you get older, but I wouldn't expect a child to appreciate a woman's candy. <laughs> this, is a candy this is a candy for grown adults, all right? So what's the difference between good and plenty and Ike and Mike? Okay, a so, world of difference. Yeah. Me, 32-year-old Griffin McElroy, just got pissed off about that sentence. <laughs> I thought you were under 30. Not anymore. They took it away. Um, 
Oh, shit. Ah, Jesus. You see buzz. flashing lights behind you as a motorcycle pulls up beside you. Uh, by the way, when we were having this conversation, I was hanging out the, the sunroof, slamming jerky pull, and sloshing surge yeah, everywhere. Pull, pull over. You need, to, you need to pull over. Just keep going, man. What's he going to do? It's not worth it. Floor it. Pull over. Hey, you want me to turn up the black eyed peas? No. Not a the thing. Not the peas were from the early 2000s. Stop. The Stop Beatles? the podcast. The Beatles? Mac tried to get us to play black eyed peas as the, in the intro music, and we told him the one black eyed peas song he knows came out in 2005, and it's my humps. And he, and he can't. And he doesn't, he can't do that. So we told him that. And just now he referenced Black Eyed Peas knowing. Didn't they, they have songs before that? Yes, Dad. Apple the App and the rest of the gang had songs before Fergie joined the group. But you, I, okay, whatever. I'm not going to argue about this anymore. So, so are you guys going to like pull over or what? Aren't just you in ahead. the forestry service? Yes. Are you even allowed to do this? We're in a forest, aren't we? All right, he's got you there. Go I, I floor it. Go ahead. No, wait. I floor it. And I remember all those times from watching Uniroy and Al in the Uniroyal Tire commercials doing a lot of stunt driving. Hey. Sorry, sorry, is this show set in the 1890s? <laughs> all right, Dan. Was Duke of Hazard around in the 90s? Mac, ever, okay, this question's so wild. Go ahead and roll the break the forest law or whatever. Yeah. What jurisdiction does he have? How many do I roll? I, we're in the forest. That how, is the jurisdiction. How many do I roll? Well, you know what? This is, let's say, a driver move, which you are. Thank very you. Very reckless, but you're not prepared for it, so two. Okay. And I have to roll above three? How about you just roll, and I tell you if you fuck Because up. you will lie. You want to roll above a three, else? yes. Okay. I rolled a one and a four. Okay, so it is a mixed success. I'm going to use my luck point. Nope, you know? no, no luck points. <laughs> Sorry, Mac. Uh, so you do begin speeding away, uh, but <laughs> now you see more lights and more motorcycles behind you, and you're now being chased by several. It's a gang. But it's a motorcycle gang. There's but still how many officers do they have yeah, in the forest? It's Listen, still forest service, right? It's really slow tonight. <laughs> And chasing a guy in a Bigfoot costume is, like, our number one thing right now. Oh, that's our guy. Let's work with the fuzz. All right, yeah. That you know would what? Make that's a lot the first thing I didn't understand the combative nature. Wait. Okay. Wait. Why are we you, not talking what, like this? What do you have? Now, Griffin, that's the first good idea you've ever had in your entire life, literally. Let's, stop, let's pull over. Let's work together with these guys and catch this fucking Bigfoot. We have a lead. I can't hear you. Just stop the car. Just stop the car. MC Scat Cat, come on. All right, but I put on my blinkers. I look, and I very oh, now slowly you're following pull Forest over right. onto the shoulder. Trying I put to a get big time off for good behavior. And I put a big smile on my face. It's a good podcast joke. Audio medium. Uh, hey, um. Knock, knock, knock. Can I see your window. identification, please? You want to see my identification? No, no MC. No, yes. I want to see this. Uh, this uh... Yeah, how about a badge? Hey, you guys are coming on really strong for people who just attempted to flee. <laughs> like, hey, maybe I should be asking the questions. We thought you were UFOs. Can I just talk to the officer? What? We thought you were UFOs. Roll, Dad. 
talk a bunch you of bullshit. You don't get to just make a statement like that and have me say, oh, yeah, of course. Totally makes sense. Close Encounters was out in the 90s. Okay. Was... Also, so was Human Logic. <laughs> All right. How many do I roll? One. One. And you I have... are neither prepared nor an expert at saying human beings are UFOs. Yep, you're right. I'm not. Yeah. That's a two. Oh, my God. That's a you know, something tells me I don't think you thought we were UFOs. Well, because you'll never know for I sure. Think maybe you were running because you were a little guilty. What are you hiding? I mean, not a Bigfoot. I'm not that... talking to you. Excuse me? I was, I was literally not talking to you. My I man. know you're not talking to me right now because I asked to see your badge and identification number, officer. I would like to see your license and your registration. I'm sorry, but uh, I'm on a United States highway, which means that you do not have jurisdiction here, officer. Now, can I please see your registration since we are not in the fucking trees? I'm not going to be intimidated by a tree cop. Let me see him. <laughs> okay. I'm laughing while hanging out of the sunroof. Just <laughs> okay, you tell that young man to stop doing very threatening karate. <laughs> and I will give you my registration and Griffin, my identification. It's calisthenics. Griffin fucking cheese it. <laughs> uh, okay. I'm... Ranger Berkeley. Here is my ID. This is my badge. Here's, I don't know, a piece of paper that says I'm allowed to ride a motorcycle whenever I want. It's called a license, I guess. Do you have a gun? I mean, I have a forest gun, yes. A forest gun? <laughs> what is it? Shoot wooden bullets? It's a crossbow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. I've got some bear mace. You seem legit. How can we help? Well, okay. First things first, why'd you all run? Switch the pedals up. Oh. <laughs> Roll smooth for me. Two dice, please. Uh, is this reckless or patience? This is reckless. Uh, then I double succeed. All right, yeah. That makes a lot of sense, man. I've been there, too. You know, driving. What did Griffin say? He switched the pedals. You meant to hit the oh, brake and you hit the, the gas. Oh, we've all been there. Hey, uh, so so he bought an eleven-year-old telling him that a very smooth, athletic eleven-year-old. I saw the karate he was doing, and one of the first tenets in karate is "Thou shalt not lie." Are you a fellow? I am, and he begins doing karate as well, and it's really cool. We high chop. Yeah, you high chop and become brothers for life. Okay. Man, Griffin is really bonding with the extra characters in this yeah. show, isn't he? Yeah. Hey, uh, listen, I know how what I'm about to say is going to sound, but... You're trying to hunt and kill Bigfoot? Yeah, well, whoa, kill, no. There's a guy running around in a Bigfoot suit, making a menace of himself and scaring everybody, and... He stole their car. What? It's yeah. true, he's... Yeah. Well, it's my he stole your vehicle? It's my brother Dylan's Cutlass Sierra, yeah. Oh, man, he's going to be pissed. And I'll, I'll warn you in case you run into him again, he's got a city gun, not a forest gun. Oh, no. Yeah. Listen. That's my one weakness. It's a lot of people's weakness. It is a lot of people's one weakness. Sure. Not mine, but most people. Then how did he take your car if you're not weak against guns? I'm weak. Uh, I'm allergic to what he is. You're allergic to the fake Bigfoot suit? Sure, let's go with that. 
I don't want to have to roll for it again. That seems like a real inconvenience for y'all. Yeah, I mean, we're trying to get to... He said he would leave the car in Kepler. So we're trying to get to Kepler, West Virginia, and get my brother Dylan's car back, and then maybe try to swing by this fucking kid's birthday party. And the longer we have to sit here talking to you, the farther ahead he's going to get. Okay, I don't know why you're You're taking a cheat with me. At this point, you're aiding and abetting a Bigfoot. Yeah. How am I supposed to know that you're not Bigfoot wearing some sort of magic bracelet? Thank you. <laughs> what? Sorry. I'm take sorry your, about that. Take your watch also. off. And give it to me. Can you please watch? Take... Wait, no, no, I've seen, Let no. him hold your watch. Yeah. Pin and Teller do this all the time. You know Pin what? You all it. seem really trustworthy. Here you go. And he hands, he hands you his watch. Does and he, he turn remains, into big... No, he stays human. Okay. Is it a nice watch? What? It is. It's okay, but it, it grabs the bag and says, To Daddy, happy birthday. Oh, damn. Give him his watch back. What do you want? Oh, thanks for giving this back. I stole it from some guy. (laughs) (laughs) What do I want? I want to do my job? My teeth. I want to have a successful inner life. I want to find peace. All right, listen. I'm telling you where to find Bigfoot. In Kepler? Yeah. Mm. It's in the Monongahela National Forest. The Monongalia? (laughs) Wrong people call it that. Is that anywhere near the Kanawha River? <laughs> That's a joke. Only people. That is not anyway, funny. yeah, it doesn't yeah. play here. Yeah, I'm not even sure it was a joke. Uh, so, you stole that birthday present, huh? What? You stole that birthday present, that watch you're wearing? No, that was a joke that I was making. Do you, ha- a- you have jokes where you're from, right? <laughs> okay, yeah. Is it a Swatch watch? So, is what is the- a Sasquatch it is, Swatch watch? It is an engraved Swatch watch. <laughs> The uh, only one of its kind. So can we go, or what's up? Yeah, yeah. Uh, let us get a head start so we can catch Bigfoot first. Bye! And they all speed off down the road and These leave you in the dust. These are bad cops. They're not cops. They're not They're cops. forest rangers. All right. Yeah. Listen, they're on untrod territory at this point. They are working without a net. They have never done this kind of thing. This is the first forest ranger manhunt. We need to get there before they do. Yeah. MC Scat Cat. Well, they'll take the car as evidence and you'll oh. never get your gifts and And they're going to impound my fucking CD. Floor it. Fucking floor go, it. Go get those Ewoks. Let's go. Let's roll. Hey, okay. um, when you pass, pass them, can I say some dope shit about uh, picnic baskets? Yeah. Kind of like oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Okay. Right? Uh, roll for uh, driving real good to catch them. Okay. So that should be four, right? Mm, no. Can't roll four. You can roll two. I don't think you were prepared as a character to have a idea. race to have a race with the forest rangers on motorcycle. I don't think MC Scat Cat or whatever the hell his name is sat at home thinking, mm, and later I better be mentally ready to chase some forest rangers who are hunting know. Bigfoot. Roll the dice, man. Yeah, okay. That's a three and a five. That's over his number. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Can I, can I, wait a minute, I want to help out to see if I can get him up to a critical success. Now, how would you, 11-year-old Griffin, help this grown person who, I will remind you, is in the front of a limousine and you're in the back, drive better? Roll down the window, pop open the gas tank, shove some surge inside. (laughs) Griffin is going to bring our vehicle to a halt. Roll that shit. You know what? Uh... It yes. works and it's great. Say yes. 
What? What am I doing? Okay, go ahead and roll, Dan. Roll, roll an additional die. dice. An additional dice? Just one dice. Just this one. This is the result of Griffin's surge. But I don't know if That's I... a six. 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 It's a six. And let me just say, oh, snap. Oh, snap. Dad okay. may have... I, I printed out a glossary of oh, 90s snap. terms for them before the show, and Dad's the only one using it. Yes. Dad's the only one needing it. I'm the only one that doesn't remember and that's the 90s. I with me. Um, okay, yes, it works. And it does give you a boost. So you get way, way, way ahead of them. Well, not yet. We got to pass them. Okay, yeah. you're passing okay, them. Picnic baskets. <laughs> Damn. Slow down, slow down, slow down, slow down, slow down. Try again. Um, what did you say? Hey, uh, I guess we're getting away with your. Picnic basket. Now try. Now go. Speed up. You have my picnic basket. That right. landed. That was fucking great. It does give you a burst of speed, so you are far ahead of them. Cool. Um, and you're following the map that was given to you by the stop mm, pump mm, ghost, stop, uh, ghost. <laughs> haunt and um, owner. Uh, but unfortunately, because the surge is so uh, energetic, so powerful, right? It does give you that burst of speed, but you hear a sputter. Your engine begins to overheat, and you coast to a stop in front of the building that the map drew you to. I mean, cool. We don't need this car anymore. Sorry for your luck. <laughs> What's the building? Well, there are no lights. There's none that you can't quite see at this point because the battery, the car has died. The, ha the halogen lights are off. <laughs> but you see one light. Well, on luckily... Didn't even wait till act two. Luckily, I'm able to illuminate the building with my extremely weak book light. You know what? I'm going to say uh, with your extremely weak book light, you're able to see an open sign on the front door. This wasn't it. You'll use it to like shoot out somebody's eyes or something yeah. later. Hold on to it. I, yeah, I'll save it. I'll put it back in my, in my checkoff's pocket. Um, let's, I mean, guys, I'm out of leads. Why don't we go ahead inside and see what, see what's cooking? Yes. Dad? Hey, you're the adult. Why don't you go in first? Yeah, that's actually great. In case of traps. Yeah, that's, all right. Well, it's in the limo driver's creed. Yeah, I knew that. That's why always, I asked you to do it. Always lead the way for your passengers. So, mm -hmm. uh. I'll do this. Should I knock first? Should I just... No. no. Just charge just to go charge in, right man. in? So, all right. Who can Are, stop you? You're here you. Here I go. That's right. I'm MCCM. And I had to check my character sheet. I had to look down there and see. Okay, right. you open the... busting through the door. You open the front door. Inside, it is lit, though, you know, a little dim. It's, it's kind of uh, atmospheric lighting, I would say. And there is an older woman behind the counter... Uh, waiting for you to come in, but she's surprised to see you, and you can tell that the whole place seems like it's ready for guests, but she is surprised to have guests there. It's completely empty other than you three now and her, and all around the room there are weird displays, decorations. There are, you know, hands in jars and spooky skeletons, and she says, oh, uh, didn't expect to see anyone tonight. My name is uh, Victoria. Uh, how can I help you? We are 
This oh, is going to sound weird, but probably not to you. We're looking for Bigfoot. And her face just lights up. And she says, you're looking for Bigfoot? You've come to the right place. Welcome to the Cryptonomica. We're taking a break. We'll be right back. Hey, everybody, this is Griffin McElroy, your best friend. And thank you so much for listening to another live show uh, of The Adventure Zone as we prepare to start our next season, uh, which is coming up very, very soon. In fact, uh, I got a few pieces of news, a few announcements. But uh, first, I'm going to tell you about our sponsors for this week. We have an aura frame here at our house, and we primarily use it to show pictures of our kids and the fun stuff that we do. And my favorite thing about it is that it's so easy to upload pictures on that as soon as we get home from doing something fun, we just immediately put the pictures up there so we don't forget to do it. You know, because I, I've tried, we try to do picture frames and stuff in the past, and then we never remember to put them on. But with Aura, it's so easy to load it up that it has become kind of a, a digital scrapbook more than anything else. So if you have been looking to get the pictures that are trapped in your phone and set them free in a way that other people can see them, might I recommend Aura Frames. They're stylish, they're easy to use, you're gonna love it. And it was named the number one digital picture frame by Wirecutter, and for a good reason. It's so easy to set up, and they have different frame options, all kinds. And the best part is it comes with unlimited storage. So, right now you can save on the perfect gift that keeps on giving by visiting AuraFrames.com. For a limited time, listeners can get $20 off their best-selling frames with code ADVENTURE. That's A-U-R-A, frames.com, promo code ADVENTURE. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it's me, the internet's Travis McRoy. Yes, that's right, powerful influencer, Travis McRoy. You know, people are always asking me, Travis... How did you become such a powerful influencer in the world? Well, I'll let you in on my secret. It's Squarespace. Yes, that's right. Squarespace, the all-in-one platform for building your brand and growing your business online. You can stand out with a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything. Your products, content you create, or even your time. What? What influencer doesn't do that? I ask you. I'll wait. That's right. None of them. They all do that, and you can do it with Squarespace. Okay, here's uh, just as an aside. You can also use Squarespace even if you're uh, not an influencer, um, and even if the idea of being an influencer uh, makes you throw up a little bit in your mouth. Don't worry. Squarespace is still useful. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. Start with the best-in-class website template and customize every design detail with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. With Squarespace scheduling, clients can quickly view your availability and book their own reservations, appointments, or classes, and you can sell products on an online store. Whether you sell physical or digital products, Squarespace has the tools for you. So go to squarespace.com adventure for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, use offer code ADVENTURE to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Chicago! We're coming to you. We're coming for you. We're coming at you. And we're also coming to C2E2. And we're doing live shows. All a bunch of stuff in April. April 24th, we're going to be doing My Brother, My Brother and Me, which is nearly sold out. 
and Taz, which is selling out fast. So do not wait. April 25th is Taz. April 24th is my brother, my brother, and me. April 26th through the 28th, we're doing C2E2 schedule to be announced. You can get your C2E2 badges now, but you do not need a badge to attend the live shows. Tickets for those shows are on sale at bit.ly slash Tours. All the information's there. Go check it out. Also, we've got a newsletter in case you've been wondering what's the best way to keep up with our new tour dates and announcements and stuff like that, go to bit.ly slash newsletter. And of course, check out all of the merch over at macroymerch.com. A lot of great stuff. Fungalore sticker pack, um, naming of the year poster. Uh, we've got the little sailor man pin and 10% of all proceeds this month go to the foundation for black women's wellness. So go check it out. Macroymerch.com. And now back to the show. Oh, well, God, one more thing. Next week, we are doing an off-week episode. We're doing a V the Adventure Zone zone. Uh, mostly, we're just going to be talking about Amnesty and wrapping that up, and we're going to talk just a little bit about the next season as well. Uh, but mostly, it's a chance for us to answer all your questions about Amnesty. So, yeah, again, bonus episode next week. Uh, we'll be back with uh, with a new thing, and then, um, or rather, a TTAZZ, and then uh, the week after that, who knows? So, yeah, we'll talk to you soon. Bye. So, you're in the cryptonomica. Yes. And some people seem familiar with it. Right. We are not, I assume. Well, but you, Griffin, well, you, Griffin McElroy Prime, Clint, and Justin are. You don't have to pretend like you don't know okay, about yeah. Amnesty, the show we've been doing for the last 19 months. Right, sure. Uh, wait. So which one of us are we talking about? The, this the, is the us you, that are physically in, sitting in, up in, here? On Earth, uh, this Earth. Yeah, Crisis on Six Infinite Invitures. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I am very afraid of all of the scary exhibits and monsters here in this room. Very scared, very scary. Uh, don't like it. M11, scared of all this stuff. Okay, Stephanie is just pointing out the ones that are definitely bullshit and probably bullshit. <laughs> Which ones are probably bullshit? Uh, 75% of them. Okay. 24% are definitely bullshit. What's that 1%? (laughs) I think maybe it's the Bigfoot who carjacked us. Right. That gets a percent. So anyways, as I was saying, if you're looking for Bigfoot, you've come to the right place. This is the Cryptonomica. Did I mention that? It's a museum of the macabre, blah, blah, blah. Welcome. You really get so many people in here that you need to skip the spiel? (laughs) No, honestly, it's the opposite. Not enough people can't remember it. (laughs) Fair enough. Uh, Hey, wait a minute. (laughs) It's pretty boring anyways. No one cares about this place. I've been thinking of selling it, but I haven't found the right person. The next schlub who comes in, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, say, I'll give it to a real rube. <laughs> I yeah, am anyway, so confused. We're, um, we're, yeah, Dad can barely hang on to one reality. We're asking him to keep three in his mind simultaneously. Um, yeah, so anyway. Um, Bigfoot stole our car with my friend's birthday present. Thank you, Griffin. What did you get? What was the birthday present? No, that's what I call Music Volume 1. Oh, that's the only album anyone needs. It doesn't come out for another month. I got it off well, Dark Prodigy. Well, how'd you get it? Dark Prodigy, $200. Now, is it true that it had Flagpole Sit on it? It does have Flagpole Sit on it, and I hope my man JTT knows exactly what's up. Yeah. Well, who's not a fan of Harvey Danger? Certainly 
Jonathan Taylor Thomas is, I'm hoping. Oh, yeah, he's a man of taste and refinement. And if he's not, Casey and JoJo are up on this disc. What? Anyway, yeah, so... It's lost, along with, again, my car, uh-huh. which is worth at least 300 <laughs> copies of Now That's What I Call Music, Volume 1. So, um, where, where's Bigfoot? Well, funny you should mention that. Is it? And Bigfoot uh, Barclay comes from the inner sanctum. Yeah! <laughs> Got him! Hey, Asshole, give me my fucking car. Oh, uh, well, uh, bad news, good news. Bad news, good news. Uh, that's funny. That's what I call these bad boys. And Griffin flexes his biceps. His, but his, only one of them is any good. Yeah, his, which his one? Re- wait, which one's wait? Is the good one good news or is the good one bad news? I say this one's the good news, and I have a Jolly Rancher in it. For, and what's the bad news? Fucking karate, dude. <laughs> For Griffin, As everyone knows, the polar opposite of Jolly Rancher is karate. For listeners listening later, Griffin has flexed his arms and his reedy frame is somehow casting less of a shadow than he was before. If you might, well, we probably edited it out, but that creak was Griffin's bones as he flexed. Uh... The C- I just the car, whatever. It's an old bad car. I need that CD for, for, to impress a home improvement actor. Tim Allen? Fuck no. Wilson. Y'all. y'all. Holy shit, it's Bigfoot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, shit, hold Wait, on. Back. Look, it's Bigfoot. Oh, right, yeah, yeah you weren't here right. the first time. So. Oh, yeah. right, yeah, no. Uh, Acting, thank you. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Uh, please, All right. my name is Barclay. That's enough of the song and dance, Barclay. Where's my fucking car? It has been... Impounded. Ah, damn it! Told you. By the Kepler police. Wait a minute. This town has five policemen. What? Nothing. What? Where did you get the number five? No, we're done playing a game. What the fuck are you talking about? You just said five police. No, by the... Really? So, hold on. You wait, thought wait, the wait, sentence wait. he just said was, it has been impounded, five police. I thought it was the first part of a sentence. Five police showed up and took the car. This is all, this is all very funny until people see it later on our Behind the Podcast episode. Clint's decline became gradually at first. <laughs> Where is this? Okay. Um, this why, is not a decline, but Why is the car impounded? Oh, I was speeding. And a cop pulled you over. Well, I kind of just, like, jumped out and ran, so it might have, like, you know, jumped a curb. It's fine. Did the the occasional brakes work? It was a 1992 Oldsmobile Cutlass Sierra. Yeah. If it jumped a curb, it probably exploded. (laughs) It did, I will I'll say, it damaged the curb. All right. But um, I couldn't stick around. Like, I, look at me. I'm, I look like Bigfoot. There's a good reason for that, from what I understand. I mean, the legend of Bigfoot existed long before I got yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? How are you going to... Did you just talk into your wine glass? Because <laughs> that suddenly sounded like a McDonald's employee was trying to ask what I wanted to order. All right. Bigfoot, can we talk? It's Barclay, please. 
Okay. Bigfoot was my father. <laughs> That's just a joke. I, Bigfoot wasn't my dad. Bigfoot is a myth. I just happened to look like a Sasquatch. Hey, um, Barclay? Yes? Have you ever heard of Big Stink? No. Oh, that's probably because you don't go to Huntington East High School. Big Stink is my brother, Dylan. Oh. <laughs> do, you wanna, do you know why they call him Big Stink? I mean, I could guess, but they would all be pretty, uh, like, pretty derogatory. Yeah, you, wouldn't, you don't know, and unless you want to find out, you better find the car. Because otherwise, you're going to have to fuck with Big Stink. It's not me. It's, the, big, it's big stink, my brother. Is the Dylan. big stink a threatening thing he does? No, it's it's not a move. It's not, he's not a pro wrestler. They call him big stink at Huntington High School. But I don't see how big stink translates to something I would be afraid of, uh, aside from being unpleasant. Most people in Huntington have heard of big stink, and it would have been a lot more threatening if we'd been in Huntington. All right, I get it now. You don't know who big stink is. Fine. Where's the car, Barclay? Your What's mom. It? Whoa. Okay. <laughs> Mark it off the sheet, Matt. Please. Bigfoot was my mother. Um, I'm sneaking up behind Barclay. <laughs> Hey, we did this dance earlier, you athletic 11-year-olds. Please, you're, you're, you're right. so intimidating. Hey, can I have a hug? I think this is a trap, but I can't say no because you're so smooth. <laughs> I disarm him. <laughs> I don't have my gun anymore. I left it in the car. Jesus, there's a lot of stuff in this car, man. Yeah. If this car gets into the wrong hands, they'll have the smoothest <laughs> jams ever and lethal ranged attack power. <laughs> All right, Barclay... I want to I hear your plan. Well, so that's the good news. Okay. I have a friend. She's really tight with the police. And I think, like, she can handle all this. She can smooth it out. But, like, I, I have to get out there. And she's not answering the phone. And I, I have to get up to Amnesty Lodge. Uh, so, <laughs> this would be like if I was eating a delicious cinnamon roll and you were a starving man, and you walked up to me, and you slapped the cinnamon roll out of my hand into a sewer drain, and then you said, I'm hungry. Do you have any food that I can eat? Listen, I know that tonight hasn't, hasn't gone well. It has not cemented our friendship in, in the history books. I do get that, and I'm sorry for how this is shaken out. I'm pretty new to this, uh, and I'm, if I'm being honest, terrified. Do you know what would happen to me if people caught me and found out that I was, you know, Bigfoot, not a guy in a suit, Bigfoot. Do you know, like, what the ramifications of that would be for me? I know. I, listen, I've heard all about it. I know what they did to the aliens that landed here. I, I know. They're covering, up, they're covering up Jack the Ripper. They're covering up all this shit. I'm, we're not going to let that happen to you. We're going to get the car back. We're going to get your gun back, I guess. I mean, I don't need the gun. I'm not especially, like, attached to it. All right. In uh, fact, you know what I would be... say? I could learn to live without it if it made other people feel safer. <laughs> uh, I need a nice. towel ball. Nice. I drank my beer so dramatically, it spills. You know what side God's on? You know, I, that's actually pretty good news because Bigfoot attached to gun is just about the scariest goddamn thing I've ever heard. I need a towel, Paul. Oh, there's been a terrible spill. God, but it was very dramatic and I earned it. God has shown his support for the Second Amendment, Paul. There's nothing we can do about it. <laughs> All right, listen. 
y'all, we could, we could uh, 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 pussyfoot around all day, but I know this story ends with us giving Bigfoot a ride to Amnesty Lodge. Let's go. Well, does your cab company have a policy? It's a limo company. Does Pop your... it and lock it limo. Yeah, do they have a policy against uh, Bigfoot passengers? Racist. Uh, let me see. Um, uh, chupacabra. It's gotta be in your list of 90 slang somewhere. Jersey Devil. Um, uh, only if he's fugly. Oh, jeez. That was another one on the list. Yeah, yes. That, that, I'm watching this spill creep towards my beautiful pineapple pants, Paul. <laughs> Paul, please. Tell save my what. pineapple pants. <laughs> he needs a towel or some small sandbag. <laughs> or, or different pants. Or different pants that I'm not invested in. <laughs> Paul. <laughs> Paul, my brother needs untreasured pants. <laughs> I could also scoot slightly He's to the left. Paul's just you. laughing. Oh. He's just watching and laughing. Paul, you monster. <laughs> I need a towel, Paul. <laughs> Paul. Your job is on the line, Paul. Paul. If you saw the size of this spill, Paul. Paul, it's creeping towards my microphone, Paul. I could become electrocuted. <laughs> I don't know what to do. My ears are training. Oh, thank God. You couldn't. Thank you, Paul. Thank you, thank Paul. Paul. Ahem. Yeah. Back to weaving my narrative tapestry. <laughs> yeah, let's go ahead and get Bigfoot to this. Uh, yeah, there's Ramada nothing in the rules that says cryptids can't ride. Is there anything um, in the rules about a Labrador retriever playing? <laughs> Excuse me, a gold. I fucked it up. Yep. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's gonna so cost guys, 17 bucks. Ooh. That's his standard rate, believe it or not. Okay. Well, when we get up to the lodge, uh, my friend can like pay you and. Oh, yeah, I've heard that one before. No, you're going to have to roll. You have heard that before where Bigfoot has said, I have a friend at a hotel who will give you $17. Yes. Okay, I don't have to roll. I'm the DM. Look at that. I've made it. Huzzah. I'll tell you what. I'll, for his fare, you I'll play me in basketball. One-on-one basketball. Basketball. All right, let's do it. Okay. Dad, you roll one dice, Griffin roll three. <laughs> Dad, Dad, you're not prepared to play basketball. And you're not an expert in it unless there's something you haven't told us about your character. And Griffin's got a six, so I hope that's a funny die. It's a one. It's a one. It's a clinical one. That's three successes. All right, I'll tell you what. Oh, hold on. No, no, no. I no, want to hear on. what happens. <laughs> <laughs> I get my fucking hey, armpit he sweat dunks, all over you. He dunks on you so bad that you fart and fall down. <laughs> and everyone laughs really hard. I'm sorry. That wasn't my intention. I got so excited. Let me help you to your feet. Oh, hey, wait. I don't have any fart lines. Can we just get in the car? Yes. Let's get Yeah, let's go. I do anything. Since, since I got so humiliated, uh, I'll let him drive. Okay. You start the car. And a dog's barking at me? Oh, no, I searched it up. I did pour a caffeinated soft drink into the gas tank where it says it right there on the tin. Gas is supposed to go. Mm. I should have told you. Do we have... Can I siphon the surge out of the gas tank? You can try. (laughs) It's reckless for sure. Do I do it cool? 
you know what? I'm a pretty uh, forgiving DM. You explained to me a cool way to siphon surge out of a gas tank, and you've got it, buddy. Do you do like a sick stunt? Do you blow a cloud of cotton afterwards? What are you talking about? I can't think of a cool way to drink surge, yeah. let alone <laughs> chug it out of a gas tank. I guess I'll roll one dice. Four, I beat my number. That's one success. You do a good job, but you accidentally consume one small mouthful of the gasoline slash surge, and you are amped as shit. Fuck yeah, I am. Yeah, and you've just invented Red Bull. <laughs> <laughs> I bottled some of that up for my boy JTT. He's got yeah. to taste this shit. He's, He's going to go crazy. This. Is that Justin Timberlake that you're talking Justin about? Justin Timberlake Timberlake, yes. <laughs> All right, try the car again. It goes! I just sucked all the gas. Your car's fucking wild, man. It's, it's running, and now you just got the surge off the top. It's so dense, surge. It sits <laughs> yeah, on top sure. of the gasoline. <laughs> Do I have to continue to make the sound? Yes. No, not the sound of your fart. <laughs> we're right. better than this. Okay, we're on the road. Okay. Hey, Griffin, we're not. It's fair. Uh, and you hit a small bump, and that's where we get our media res scene. Okay, we're past that. Woo! Uh, woo, we got there. We sure overreacted to that speed bump. <laughs> Um, okay, so now you need to sneak through the city as the police and the In force. a limo. So yeah. wait, we need to sneak through the city in a halogen-lit party bus full of Bigfoot? Correct. Perfect. And you're also having a hard time keeping him in the sunroof. He just loves that shit. He's so tall. Imagine Harry and the Hendersons in a limousine, and I think he'd go a little something like this. Ah! You get it. Sure. Um, can you drive on the back roads? Yeah. Okay. Where are they? <laughs> I don't it's know. It's Kepler. It's nothing but back roads. Right, I'm 11. <laughs> yeah, hey. why am I taking driving directions from an 11-year-old kid drinking wine? It's not wine. It's grape juice. It's, it's, it's turbo juice, which is what I'm calling my new mixture of gasoline and surge. <laughs> it gives me strong karate energy, and you're going to be thankful for it later. All right, I drive the, the limo staying just in alleyways, just the Ooh, alleys. Very with, sticky. With the halogen headlamps turned off. Okay, uh, roll 2d6 for me. Okay. Is this reckless or patience? This I'm going to say this is patience. Oh, yeah. Oh, thank God. Then that's two successes. One and two. Excellent. You are doing a super cool job. Um, so here's the question that I will ask you guys, uh, the players, not the characters, so the characters would not know, but there are two ways up to Amnesty Lodge from Kepler, Maine, right? You have the funicular and you have the road up. Which way will you take it? I mean, I think we should stay with the car. I think we should take the road, right? 
Just Can you thing. leave your car behind? Are you allowed to travel on foot while you're on the clock? I mean, he's not attached to it. It's not a cybernetic organism. He's not Krang who lives in a... He won't die without it. And the, the car won't cease to exist when he steps out of it. Why did we just go through all that shit to get the limo started if we were so, just going to so take the... 300 feet, yeah. You have, now, you have now reached the point where you can now make the decision of are you sneaking to the funicular or are you sneaking to get up the road? Just say one word. Funicular. Yes. Excellent. I bottle up the rest of the gasoline. Excellent. So you are stinking along and you park at the funicular station. As you get out of the limousine, the last person out is Bigfoot. He is still in the car. When you see him, because you snuck so good, I'll give this to you. You see a young uniformed cop patrolling around the funicular. And he sees you and begins to walk over. I start sneaking up behind him. (laughs) (laughs) I'm doing a gentle chopping motion. He he was walking towards you. He sees you. Uh, Well, that's because... There's not even a role I'm going to let you make that allows you to sneak behind someone who is looking at you. In this outfit, he couldn't sneak around? I'm dressed very brightly. Okay. And also Uh, a very noisy jacket. Excuse me, officer, we're trying to get to Amnesty Lodge. Can you help us out? We're out-of-town tourists who've become lost. This is my dad. (laughs) Now, wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. No, 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 it's true. Oh, God. No, that's right. Oh, dear heavenly God. This is his young boy's dad, and I'm his babysitter (laughs) because his dad is incompetent. (laughs) Oh, no. I mean, that sounds right so far. <laughs> He's been on the radio in West Virginia for 27 years. Not in this reality. Oh, my God. <laughs> so anyway, it's just the three of us and our big dog, and we're trying to get up to uh, Amnesty Lodge. Yeah. Uh, what's your name, uh, sir? And can I see your badge, please? <laughs> oh, you, yeah, my, I'm, I'm Officer Owens. Uh, uh, this is uh, here's my badge and my paperwork. I'm. Thank you for just giving that up. By the way, you'd yeah. be surprised how hard you have to fight with a lot of people. Why? Just you know how you know how people get. <laughs> yeah. Small town, a little bit of power goes right to their heads. So, uh, just, anyways, yeah, uh, just uh, we can't have a regular conversation. I don't see why. No, I guess it's. Fun. I'm. Just, I'm. I'm Supposed to keep this pretty much on lockdown. I'm not supposed to let people, you know, go up and down. We're trying to, we're, it's kind of like a manhunt, I guess. Oh, right on. Who are you, who are you hunting down? Uh, some guy dressed as Bigfoot. Oh, my God. That's so <laughs> embarrassing. Well, I'll tell you what. Do you know what he smells like? Our dog could help find him. <laughs> I mean... You know, what? whatever, like, a sweaty mascot... Kind of smell. That's what I assume. Just like real garbage, right? Yeah, that like, sounds about right. It smells like hot garbage. Like hot thieving garbage. Like of hot, a, a very important compound. You guys are getting really worked up about this. Car stealing garbage. <laughs> yeah. Look, probably. officer, we obviously have some issues to work through. <laughs> well, it sounds like it might be because you're not a very good father. Man. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> Listen, 
<laughs> and suddenly, just like that, all of our problems are healed. Our relationship, he finally said, my bad. Welcome to the healing zone. <laughs> Listen, I, acceptance zone, is that anything? Anyway, anyway, I would love to help you all out, but I, Sheriff Pearson will just have my ass if I don't like, keep this on lockdown. Yeah, we'll just go up real quick. No, it doesn't have to be a big, like, we'll go up really quick. And finish our business and maybe come down after. Uh, we have a reservation. Oh. At the lodge. We're staying there. In the next four minutes. <laughs> yeah, we gotta get there soon. I think I'm gonna have to, like, call this in and just, like, double check and see. Holy shit. Does your police station have, like, all the time in the world? You're gonna call this in? I just, I, listen. I'm set for a big promotion. I do not want to fuck this up. Hmm. Hmm could really break the fucking timeline right now. <laughs> what if I could tell you exactly where your guy is? Oh, really? Yeah, believe That would be not. a huge get for me. Yeah. Uh, okay. So do you know the pump and stop and shop? Yeah. With, with the basketball ghost? With the basketball ghost. <laughs> there was a... Um, there was a Bigfoot spotted there earlier this evening, and um, they, that's, that, we drove past him. We talked to the shop owner about it. He's dying for company. I'm sure he'll tell you the whole story. Yeah, dying and for you, company. Check it, run it up the flagpole with him. I'm kind of I a, run it up the flagpole and see who still looks, but no one ever does. Come on. Okay. I'm kind of, a, kind of an amateur sleuth. And I'm pretty sure that I just cracked this wide open for you. So I think the least you can do is let us come to him. Roll two dice for me, Stephanie. Ooh. This is patience. Yes, it and is. I rolled, uh, uh, my, my numbers are four, so I want to get below a four, and I rolled a two and a three. <gasps> oh, thank you. This is a huge break. Thank you so much. Yeah. Now, I'm, you know, I'm just out here trying to do my, my job and make people happy and protect people. And it's really nice to have good folks like you come along and help me out to protect folks and keep yeah. them safe. And You better hurry, he's gonna get away, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. But listen, be careful. I'm, I'm a newlywed, my young wife is, I just love, right. I love being able to support her with my job and success and stuff. So this is gonna be a huge gift for me. Maybe I'll get a raise and be able to start that family I've always dreamed We're of. We're already gone. We're <laughs> halfway down the road. He's talking to no one. What did, MCC, the guard, he takes off. what did MCCM want to say to him before he went away? Be careful, he's got a forest gun. <laughs> oh, shit. And if it actually... And he straps on a wood vest. <laughs> <laughs> if, you, if you roll up and the business has been closed for many, many years, just look away from it and look back and just keep doing that until it manifests. Yeah, this isn't my first time. Okay. <laughs> like I haven't been to the stop and shop and pump and whatever. A thing I made up. Okay. So, he leaves, and you're able to take the funicular up. Uh, when you reach the top, you can now see Amnesty Lodge there on top of the hill. You know, if I had to guess, Griff, well, let's just say, Griffin, if you had to guess. Yeah. How far is it? <laughs> I would say about 200 yards, 300 yards down the road. Sure, in this world. Uh, but to your right... You see a, uh, about three Forestry Service vehicles come tearing up 
the road headed toward you. But they're far off in the distance, far off in the distance. But you can see their lights flashing, their green lights. Are we on the funicular? No, you've reached the top. You've just gotten off the okay. funicular. So it's time to haul ass. Floor it! We don't have a car. Yeah. We don't have a car because somebody wanted to take the funicular. I say, oh, don't we? And I drink some of my turbo juice. <laughs> and turn into a car? <laughs> Wait, no, hold I on. get on all Is fours. Is it spicy? I get on all fours and I go, broom! <laughs> hey, MCCM, if there's one thing I know about true drivers is that they don't need a car. <laughs> so, so wait, just a check. So you He's don't gonna know drive anything Griffin. about <laughs> What? He's going to drive Griffin? Vroom! <laughs> I, was not, I was not actually building on what Griffin was doing. I was kind of trying to give everybody... <laughs> I'm wilding out on turbo juice. Wait. It's not a plan. <laughs> so you said I was it... trying to give everybody an enclave in which they can hide from Hurricane Griffin. It's <laughs> turbo team references. You just said it was 200 feet. 200 yards. Okay, well, let's run. Well, I believe Griffin's already taken that option away from you. <laughs> Through, through Griffin's actions. Griffin. Why don't you guys run and we'll see who gets there first. Vroom! <laughs> I'll take that bet. Okay. Griffin, roll three to, dice. Wait a minute. To transform into a car. No. We'll see. <laughs> to run very Depends fast on how on many successes I get. The name of the game is Oh Dang, Bigfoot Stole My Car with My Friend's Birthday President. You don't think I'm going to let Griffin turn into a car? It's not GoBots. Three, six, four. Three Shit. successes. Okay. You know, not... Hey, my turn to weave a narrative story. <laughs> you paid money to see this. You paid money to watch it. You know, no one can be quite sure what they saw that day. I want a foot race. It smart. was dark. It was dark. There wasn't much moon out. But there are some who swear that... For just a moment, <laughs> that young man became a car that day. <laughs> but it was hard to see with all the dust and rocks flying up as he sped towards the lodge, leaving, leaving behind everyone else. Okay, so Griffin is at the lodge and already asleep. <laughs> Why did Griffin go to sleep? Because he was so tired after turning into a car. I do need to rest for 48 hours after each. <laughs> I, I guess Stephanie's just going to run after him. Okay. And MC Scat Cat? Shit, yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, I stay human and hey, follow him. But you could do something. You could turn into a bird or something. <laughs> Travis, hey, stop listening. <laughs> Guys, Travis is letting us do whatever the fuck. <laughs> okay. I, say, I, I got it. I got it. I say, let's grab it, man. I'm already I reach, I reach into my pocket and uh -huh. pull out a uh, Starfleet communicator. Nope. Fuck yes. <laughs> and I say... Mr. Data, beam me directly to Amnesty Lodge. Fuck yeah. How many fucking dice do I roll for that? Dad Pust! I'm going to say, Dad, one dice. One. And, and you're going to have to get 
a really high number <laughs> to suddenly introduce Star Trek. Oh, yeah, that's a lot weirder than him turning into a motor vehicle. Yeah. It is. All right. Uh, is three high? No. Wait. <laughs> if you ever tell Griffin I did this, I will deny it. And then Stephanie raises her hand. <laughs> yes. 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 Five. That's a five, baby. <laughs> she uses her magic powers to tell more. Yeah. Than- even though it was a, to- a toy communicator. Now, MCCM does turn into a cloud of light particles. <laughs> and over at Amnesty Lodge. Now, you, let, you land in the hot springs, and I'm in there still in car form. Like, I'm stuck. <laughs> Fuck. Hey. But you get so surprised by seeing him transport, it switches you back to a boy. But it takes so long. <laughs> And it does just happen one piece at a time, and it is excruciating. I fucking won! (laughs) Yeah, I'm looking at you and thinking, winner. And so now it's just Stephanie and Bigfoot just kind of running towards the lodge. Like, hey, it's so nice that those guys are there. I wish I was there. (laughs) Me too. Do you want to use your magic on me? I only get one per day. Ah, damn it. Usually I just use it to make cigarettes. Uh, roll. Running. Gonna, yeah, two, two reckless for me. Uh, two and two. That's a double fail. You trip. Shit. <laughs> oh, man. But, and, but, I mean, you're fine, but Bigfoot just keeps going like, I'm not going to wait. Wow. I'm, it, I'm the most important one to get into side by. Now what do you do? Oh, fuck. All right, so we're at the lodge now? Sure, we got 33 seconds left. I get there eventually, right? (laughs) Obviously. Yeah, you get there. Now, by the time you get there, the forestry service has caught up, but Barclay was able to make it inside. The forestry service knocks on the door. Right there with you. Uh, We need to do a thorough search of this place. We're looking for Bigfoot. Sure, let me just see that warrant real quick, officer. Well, we're not the police, so we don't need a warrant. We have a reservation. We're checking in here at the lodge. (laughs) Damn, you're already ringing around me logically. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, a young man opens the door uh, dressed in red flannel and jeans. And he's like, oh, yeah, can I help you? Do you all need something? They're like, yeah, we're here looking for Bigfoot. He's like, oh, yeah, come in and look around. And they go searching through the hotel. But they don't find him. Can you throw the young man in the red plaid? That's Bigfoot. Yeah, sure. What? <laughs> I expected more of a reaction from you Whoa. three. And you were just looking at me with blank expressions. I see, I see the fuzz looking around inside. I'm like, hey, throw a tarp over me. I don't want this. To... <laughs> Hideous grill mouth. And I, I walk up to the cops and I go, talk to the hand. <laughs> Uh, and a uh, late 30s, early 40s woman comes up to you and says, hey, I just want to thank you all so much uh, for helping my friend Barclay get back here. Uh, I understand you're in a spot of trouble uh, with your impounded car. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, something My about friends. a gentleman named Big Stink. <laughs> yeah. And she kind of laughs. Oh, you know Big Stink? Only by reputation. I'm so glad his, <laughs> I was worried his legend had not preceded him here. No, well, we've heard many a tall tale of Big Stink. Is it true that he once killed three men with but a look? Mm, no, but he is uh, really good at touch football. Okay, hadn't, that part hadn't made it yet. Um, I'm going to put a call in to my friend, Sheriff Pearson. Uh, I'm going to get this whole car thing sorted out for you, and you don't need to worry about it whatsoever. Well, there's a party we're trying to get to tonight. Up oh, in Gregory's party? Gregory Taylor Thomas, yeah. Yeah. Did you hear that his second cousin is Jonathan Taylor Thomas? You think that's real? Why the fuck do you think I'm going to Gregory's party? Yeah. Gregory is a shithead. Yeah. But, man, if you could make that JTT Thank you! That would be so big for you. Anyway, I need that car and the precious contents within tonight, ideally an hour ago. Yeah, let me see what I can do. Uh, And she makes a call, and she comes back and says, yeah, it's all sorted out. Holy Uh, shit. Yeah, well, you know, pretty good friends with Pearson. If I kill someone in this town, is that... (laughs) No. Why would you jump to that? I got your car out of impound. Not like got you off of murder. You know what? Thank you so much. I didn't catch your name, but you're the first decent person we've run into tonight. Thank you so much. Thank you. My name's Maddie. Oh, it's nice to meet you, Maddie. What if, <laughs> what if he was like, it's Susan? <laughs> Can you do me a big favor, Maddie? Sure. Can you keep fucking closer tabs on Bigfoot, please? <laughs> so, yeah, I'm not Bigfoot's keeper. Oh, boy. Sure, but I'm 11, and he did pull a gun on me, so somebody needs to watch. Even like a... a Listen, it's 1998. It's simpler times. <laughs> Even like a peer pressure thing. Just sort of... Encourage. Do you want me to get him to give up his gun? You know what? That hey, be- Barclay, burn your gun. <laughs> and he throws it into the fireplace. <laughs> the bullets start to show. Oh, fuck. Oh, no, God. <laughs> it's okay. It wasn't loaded. All right, I'll go get in the car. Okay. And? Want me to drive? Yeah, what are you going to do with MCCM? You know what? How about this? I'm going to give you a ride to your car. You've made it back to your car. Tell me about... Ouroboros, as they say. (laughs) The snake eats its own tail. I'm a car inside your car (laughs) driving you to your car. (laughs) Damn Skippy. Was that really on the fucking yeah, list? Right there, Jesus. I don't remember that. I don't remember damn skipping. I would like you now, all three of you, to role play the touching separation of MCCM and Griffin and Stephanie. Three people who at this point are closer than blood. All right. <laughs> hey, sir. Hmm? Here's your $17. <laughs> you know what? You're going to need a gift to give to Gregory. Get him a gift card. Oh, you're giving $17 back? I give se- You know what? I've had $17 worth of fun tonight. <laughs> Let's hope it's a little closer to 30 to 40, maybe 50 after Ticketmaster gets its cut and the whole yeah. gets their beak wet. Besides, I saw a boy turn into a car. <laughs> Well, or you can't I? be sure what you saw tonight. <laughs> Jerry's still out on that one, but all right. Griffin, thank you. Hey, thank you, sir. Griffin, get in, 
Get in the fucking car, man. Let's go to this dumbass party. But listen, if you transform into a car again, make sure I can take a picture this time because that would make me huge on Prodigy, man. I'd be the head of the whole service. Yeah, see ya. And I go and get in the car. Thanks for the, <laughs> thanks for the memories. You see? And now, as our story Deuces. Face, see you later. I want to be mad at him, but he's, he's so smooth. As our story fades, we see many a scene. We see a scene of a young man in red plaid meeting with all his friends, excited to hear the story of his harrowing return to the lodge. We see... I bet he leaves out the part where he fucking holds up an 11-year-old with a gun. <laughs> no, he talks about the terrifying karate the 11-year-old was doing, and it totally sounds like self-defense. <laughs> and then... We see a party, a birthday party full of cool 11-year-olds. <laughs> Everyone agrees they're the coolest. And in walks Griffin and Stephanie and a young man across the room with perfect hair <laughs> turns and just for a second, we see his beautiful face. It's Jonathan Taylor Thomas. <laughs> And we overhear just a snippet of conversation where he says, yeah, I love music. I just can never find one thing with all the perfect songs on it. <laughs> we see MCCM returning to Pompet and Lockett headquarters with such a story to tell. He does get fired. Officer Owens arrests the basketball ghost for embezzling. <laughs> and he's promoted to Embezzling. <laughs> and he's promoted to deputy. And somewhere, like 12-year-old Duck is sleeping. The end. <laughs> Thank you so much. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported. Hi, this is Rachel McElroy. Hello, this is Griffin McElroy. And this is wonderful. It's a podcast that we do as uh, we, ma we are married. And how's the ad going so far? Because I think it's going very good. <laughs> we talk about things we like every week on Wednesdays. One time Rachel talked about pumpernickel bread. It was so tight. You cannot afford to miss her talking about this sweet brown bread. We also talk about music and poems and, you know, weather. There was one... Weather? <laughs> one time Rachel talked about Baby Beluga, the song, for like 14 minutes. And it just really blew my hair back. <laughs> so check us out on MaximumFun.org. It's a cool podcast with chill vibes. Amber is the color of our energy, is what all the iTunes reviews say. <laughs> they will now. 
This is Amy Mann. And I'm Ted Leo. And we have a podcast called The Art of Process. We've been lucky enough over the past year to talk to some of our friends and acquaintances from across the creative spectrum to find out how they actually work. And so I have to write material that makes sense and makes people laugh. I also have to think about what I'm saying to people. If I kick your ass, I'll make you famous. The fight to get LGBTQ representation in the show. Mm-hmm. We weirdly don't know as many musicians as you would expect. I really just became a political speechwriter by accident of realizing that I have accidentally uh, pulled my pants down. <laughs> Listen and subscribe at MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcast. It's like if the guinea pig was complicit in helping the scientist. 